It's been 84 years since I've recorded a podcast. (laughs) Everyone has asked me, when are you going to start recording? When are you going to record? And the last year has been mentally exhausting. So basically, I think the last time I recorded a podcast was probably a year ago when we came back from up north and... You know, we had all these goals for the rest of the year, and then things came very quickly tumbling down. So we came back and did some x-rays on Betty and found some minor things, and we changed her shoeing up a little and changed shiners up and wasn't per se anyone's fault. It was just a thing that happened, and... Started battling some issues on Betty, battling issues on Shiner, and, you know, they're completely opposite horses as far as the way they work. Shiner's very front-endy. She's tougher. Betty is gonna react more to pain, and we injected Betty's Hawks three times in, like, two months. It was something stupid, and then Shiner just... I know that horse and I know when something's wrong and we injected her coffins and she made two runs and felt great. And then she was lame, like couldn't walk in the pasture at all. So took her back and they said, you know, we may just have to treat her like a navicular horse, inject coffin and bursa, even though she is not navicular. She's barefoot. It wasn't a, um, like a bottom of the foot issue. I had Kathleen out and Kathleen even said the animal communicator, she even said, you know, it's, she said my feet hurt, but it's not the bottoms. It's in the feet. And I was like, okay, this is really weird. Um, then we did that, made a couple runs and was okay. And then I took her to WPRA finals and this is where things just exploded. Betty was not running good. Betty was not eating away from home. Um, So Shiner is the type of horse that I can take her to like a three or four day event and she'll run a half a second, second faster on the third day. That's just how she is. And I entered, had to actually go meet Wacy halfway and switch out horses because Betty wasn't eating. I think that was just due to her being in so much pain she would stress. She was hurting. Um, I, I've not taken her anywhere overnight really since then, so I don't. I don't know. We'll <laughs> we'll see. So had Wacy meet me with Shiner. I had to do a horse change. I ran Shiner in the warm up race that night. Ran great. First round of the permit race, like came in there to make a run. Felt fine. On the third day, we ran in inhaled the first barrel, ran across to the second barrel, and I just felt her crunch up. She, like, kind of loped to the third barrel, trotted home, like, something was wrong. This was not her, but she wasn't crippled. Like, she wasn't lame. It was just, ouch, I can't. Had her checked out by a vet, and he completely missed the issue, So I finally got her in with my vet and immediately he was like, you have tears in your front suspensory. And I kicked myself 
because I should have had that looked at, but she's so tough. Like when you're in that position, it's really hard to be like, oh, suspensory, oh, soft tissue, because she wasn't lame and it was just a weird feel. So we immediately, like no question asked, like let's do the Renovo. And in 30 days, the tear was pretty much completely gone um, on both sides. So I was like, great, you know, this is, I think December 1st, like by spring, I'll have her ready to go. Things will be great. No, <laughs> not at all how it went. Um, we were checking back every like two weeks at first. And finally, it got to a point that it just was not improving. It wasn't getting worse, but it was a very steady healing process. And he said, you know, you can't really rush these things. He said, some horses, it takes a while. And even though like the tear is good with the Renovo, it's just not getting stronger. So I started her on OptiWise, which I need to post more on the blog page. Um, but I've been really promoting that on my personal page and I am a freaking believer in this it helps like I was so skeptical of it because I was like there's no way it does all this stuff and probably doesn't do everything that it's listed for for every horse but I've seen drastic results with a bone spur I've seen the results with the ultrasound um once I put her back on that immediately like started getting results and started getting a like ahead of the game again so about the same time, I got approached by a local lady and she was very interested in buying some embryos off Betty. And at this point, Betty had been running for pretty much a year solid. Like Betty desperately needed a break. We weren't getting things under control. Found a new farrier. He explained a lot of my issues and what they were coming from. But it's still taken a few shoe cycles to get her back to per se normal. Um, so I was like, okay, this is a perfect opportunity. Give Betty a break. She can, you know, be at the breeding barn. I can take her to work, drop her off on the way to work. And I was like, cool, you know, if I make a little bit of money off these, then great. And if not, it, you know, it wasn't a for sure thing anyway. So if it doesn't happen, then the money was really never there in the first place, if that makes sense. So at this point, I was like, okay, Shiner's not, not going to be here for the spring rodeos or maybe even the summer rodeos. Betty is going to have at least two to three months off. V's not ready. I have to, I have to make a decision. So this is where Rosie comes in. And this is just, I don't know. I'm weird about numbers. I'm, I'm, I've. I've never had to try a horse. Shiner came into my hands when I wasn't looking for her and she wasn't finished. She's never even started on the barrel pattern. Betty, I didn't even ride her before she had surgery. And then I basically had to exhibition her and start seasoning her myself. Um, she was trained on the pattern, but still. Um, and then V wasn't started. So I've never had to like shop for a quote unquote finished horse. So I listed V and I was like, you know, this is my situation. I have to have something I can run right now. And everyone started sending me <laughs> horses that were not what I needed. Um, everyone knows what I like. And I was getting horses that people were just 
pawning off, basically. I mean, they were nice horses, but they weren't really in my budget. They were big. They were this. They were that. They need, they'd been off a gear. They needed legged up. And I was like, I need something I can literally go get on and go to the jackpot tomorrow. So a girl who I am Facebook friends with tagged me in a post. We were coming back from Brian, I think, me and Mandy. And I had sent Wacy so many horses at this point. I think he was just like done with, he was like, just go try her. So tagged me in this horse, very minimal information, very within my budget. And I was like, okay, this is, this is kind of what I need because I commented or on my post. I was like, guys, I appreciate everyone sending me horses, but I need a Shiner 2.0. That's all I said. And this girl immediately was like done. So ironically, the girl's name who I bought Rosie from, her name is Allie. And I've been Facebook friends with her. I think we've chatted at some barrel races or some rodeos and stuff before. And I had messaged her and I was like, hey, I, I'm super interested. You know, I don't know where you're located or how close you are to me. And she was like, I think you need this horse. She reminds me a lot of your gray horse. Like, if you're really interested, let's set, set something up. So that was on a Thursday and on Sunday, we went to go try her. And like I said, I've never, I'm not a jump rider. I've never had to get on a finished horse and go make a run. And she was like, you know, she's a little out of shape, but like you can still go make a run on her. So I was like, all right, if I fall off or I look stupid, Wacy will never let me have another finished horse. <laughs> that was my only thought. So went in and we were like bottom of the 2D at a little jackpot. But still, I was like, okay. And the rest is kind of history. She kind of had a little bit of feet issues. We got her feet right and off we went. And Rosie has been the biggest confidence boost that could have ever came across. Like I was feeling so defeated on Betty because of the feet issue. And I know she was hurting and shouldn't have been making runs. But for the longest, I didn't link the two together until this new farrier said something. And I was like, dang. Shiner's issues and Betty's are definitely related. Um, so that's that's kind of where we're at now. Um, Shiner did get the clear to come back and start legging up. And I've made two runs on her. And no one tells you how hard it is to get over that. Hey, my horse is fine. She's not hurting. You can make a run. Like she's she's got a little bit of a belly. Needs her wind up. But she is in shape. And I just have this fear of running across the pen and her doing what she did and her hurting and re-tearing. And I, it's a feeling that I don't wish on anybody. So in the saga that is my life, um, we still have zero money won towards our permit other than my little measly money. Um... I will say this to any permit holder who has money, call the WPRA and just check on your money every so often because, you know, for the longest, I thought I only had X amount of money to go. I was like, okay, this is it. I have this much to go. And my friend had a discrepancy where she won money in the 1D at a approved race and won money in the WPRA side pot. That race didn't, this would have filled her permit. This race didn't approve the side pot. Even though it was advertised 
it wasn't approved. They never submitted the results. So she needs $8 to fill her permit. And that would have been like 200 and something. So I got curious and I called and I'm missing probably one, two. I'm missing probably $200 from races that got the results screwed up and they never fixed them. They never submitted them in the first place. So that was pretty defeating. I was like, you know, it's, some people can go out and fill it in two rodeos. That's great. Some people don't. And that's just everyone's journey is completely different. But I was like, this really sucks. <laughs> and this, I found this out about the same time Shiner was hurt. I was having issues with Betty. I didn't have anything else to run. So I was like, just, just pile it all on top of me while don't you? So we had all intentions of going on a summer run this year again. And we're going to go a little harder, a little longer. And... For whatever reason, we are not supposed to go. And this is the hardest thing. I think rodeoing with horses, it's like, okay, well, well, why can't I do this? And why did this happen? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you have to find the silver lining. Um, you know, I was having issues with Shiner. I was having issues with Betty. And I thought, surely Shiner will be ready to go by the summer. I learned very quickly last year that Betty can't run in Montana. The ground there is just not, it's not for her. It's not, not for her at all. I think Shiner and I know Rosie can run on that next year, God willing. And I think they can really excel. So I was struggling. I was like, well, I can't take Betty. Like, I mean, she would go obviously, but I can't run her. Well then, you know, obviously as the world knows, gas prices went through the roof. And collectively, my whole little group, we decided you know, let's just watch fuel prices. And we said, we all, we all can't, we can't do this. We're not in a position that we need to go. I'm not going to go broke trying to fill my permit, even though, you know, going broke. But I was like, well, maybe we can go on like a smaller run. We can all four of us jump in a rig with one horse each go here, here, here. Well, my horse is not being sound, trying to get with Rosie, trying to get her in shape. Everyone else is still having you know, horse issues. Another one is having some personal family type issues and she needs to be at home. And it's just, our reasoning was, you know, we could have got out there and this family matter could have been worse than what it is. And they would have been 20 hours away from home. And, you know, one of the other one's horses could have the issues that are popping up now, this could have popped up on the road and it's like, we would have been out there, no horse to run. Um, so it's like, you know, maybe this is the year that we get everyone healthy and sound and safe for next year. And that ultimately led to me quitting my job, which is blowing some people's minds, but you have to work where you're appreciated and I'm going to tread lightly on this subject. There is some places that you will work and you will never grow, whether that be pay, whether that be a position, whatever the case may be. And I'm just going to leave that there. So I was like, I've got to find something closer in Stephenville for my mental health and for my wallet. Because I was spending $500 a month in gas to get to work. 
33. It was, it was about 40 minutes one way. That was starting to take a toll on me. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. So I was going to take two weeks off and just not do anything. But I got bored because it's, you know, a thousand degrees in Texas. So I'm working for a boarding facility. I'm doing some of their office stuff. I'm doing some kind of some social media. They're going to put on barrel racing jackpots, um, um, exhibitions, stuff like that. And it is 13 minutes from my house. So that is saving me a ton. They have an outdoor arena. They have a covered, covered small-ish arena. And they have a hot walker that's covered. Um, so, you know, when Texas does get some rain, I can come use that. I can bring my horses to work with me. My mental health is already 10 times better because of just the environment and the situation. So basically there's August, September, there's two and a half months, two months now left on the season. So I can technically hold my permit until the end of the year. So like if I don't fill it in the next two months, I can go to um, WPRA finals. There's some fall rodeos, but my goals for next year would include me filling it by the 1st of October so I can buy my card, kind of start on the rookie year because Wacy filled his permit. Wacy bought his permit in March, just kind of I, I don't know if he'd been thinking about it or what. Bought it, kind of struggled, was in a really bad slump of roping really good and calves just being ignorant, basically. Um, so with him doing that, I know he has some goals next year he kind of wants to accomplish. Um, he's still rodeoing on his permit just to, just to rope, um, get those runs in. And I was like, okay, time to kick it in high gear because I would love to have a rookie year with my husband. Like, how freaking cool would that be? Um, so Mesquite is every week. Fort Worth will start their pro rodeo series on Friday nights for six weeks. And then there's a couple just little hit or miss rodeos that I think we're going to go to as well. Rosie has really been doing good at Mesquite. I think the first week we ran in there, she was like a 19-2, almost fell off, pulled up, we loped home. The next time she was a 17-2, the next time she was a 16-7, the next time she was a 16-2. And then back and forth after that, she's been teetering between a 16-4 and a 16-5. A 15-4 to a 15-2 is going to win it. So she's been a second off with mistakes, with me not pushing. And then this past week, she was a 16-1 and was four-tenths from a check and less than a second off of winning it. So I'm like, okay, we're getting there. At this point, it's just little tiny piddly things that I need to do to be that much faster. Um, the plan was to run Betty at all of the Fort Worth rodeos just to kind of give Rosie... A break so she's not running back to back um which i have done and i do and i've run the same day but i have three horses i'm really gonna pick and choose and let them have significant rest when need be and just we got a routine so betty betty is betty betty's always gonna have issues i can never sell betty because of these issues no one else wants to take care of her um i'm sure the right person is out there somewhere but we are trial and erroring some things. She's sound, but at this point, we're just trying to get her mind to dial back down. Um, I've made two runs on her since March, and the first one, I just did not 
ride like I should have, like, at all. I basically hung on. I didn't help her. The second run we made was a little bit better. Um, we're trying some things that I will get into one day to see if it's even going to help her. Um, so I think I'm just going to take Shiner to Fort Worth on Fridays because she runs that pen pretty good. She likes it. She's ran, you know, a mid to high 14 without me pushing. So, um, I'm hoping the more we go, the more in shape she gets, she can hopefully, um, start winning some checks there or at least getting closer. And then Rosie will probably run at all the other rodeos we have. I might take Betty to one or two, but at this point, probably going to take Betty every Wednesday to Glen Rose just to get consistent, just to get solid, just to get everything figured out. And then there are some races coming up on the weekends that I'm going to enter everybody at, um, Ideally, I want to take all of them to ANHA. Everybody will go to WPRA finals, and then we'll just kind of plan that according to however, if I need to enter the card race or if I need to enter the permit race. Like, however, and I think I've already decided if I do have to run the permit race again, I will run Rosie. I think she would excel in that pin, and Rosie is just, she is literally like Shiner, but a smidge faster. I don't think this episode's going to be too long. This is just a kind of catch-up thing. I will try to be more active on the page, which I've sucked at lately. Um, I do have TikTok now, which, you know, go me. <laughs> um, so I can try to reply to videos like on that. Um, I can maybe do more in-depth questions on podcast. Um when you, this is going back to un, unhealthy jobs, relationships, everything. When you're in that mental mindset, there were so many days that I would drive home in silence because I was so just mentally drained. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I didn't want to listen to the radio. I didn't want to sit and talk to myself making a podcast. Um, so now that things are kind of leveling out and settling down and I'm in a way better headspace, Hopefully I can do these, you know, once a week and update everybody and not be like, okay guys, I'll do one in a couple months. And then, you know, a year goes by. So that's all I've got for today. This is a quick little catch up. Um, I will try to get back to releasing podcasts. I hope every Monday. So stay tuned for more.